Hello and welcome to the latest This is the Music Meets podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by Derby indie rockers The Mees who have just released their brand new single High, Defin- High Definition You Ain't Seen Nothing. As well as discussing the new single, we will talk about their explosive debut album The World in High Definition as well as the return of live music for the band. All this and much, much more on the This Is The Music Meets The Me's podcast. Guy, Tristan, welcome to the This Is The Music Meets podcast. How are you both doing? Yeah, good, thanks. Great, great to finally have you um, to have you both on and to, uh, to finally sort of meet you face to face, so to speak, rather than the uh, Instagram and, and Twitter conversations that we've had on and off. Um, so obviously, as we've said there in the intro, we've got we've got quite a lot to to sort of get through today. But kind of like before we do, I want to sort of go back really to the to the very very beginning of the band. So kind of like how did it start, and, and where did you get the, the the band name from? Um, so I guess we started out um a couple of years ago now. I think yeah, I think it was a couple of couple of summers back. So I suppose. Like me and me and Guy have known each other for a long time. Um and we've um yeah, we've always sort of we could both play guitar, so we 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 always sort of met up every now and again, had a bit of a jam. Yeah. Um yeah, obviously played a few covers and stuff. Um I think did did a couple of charity gigs years and years ago. Um just because, you know, our mates had sort of talked us into it kind of thing. And then uh, yeah, then it sort of took a back seat for a while. Um and then sort of during COVID, I guess we were pretty bored and uh had some time had some time on our hands um so uh we uh yeah we kind of started working on a few of our own songs during during that time um and then and then yeah as we kind of as we came out of that we thought right okay well let's you know start start playing a few um local open mic nights and then uh, managed to sort of get a few band couple of few band members together guys next door neighbor adam joined the band on bass and then uh we got found drummer John on uh, on Facebook, I think. So, uh, yeah, it um, yeah, it's all slowly came together from there. Really. Great stuff, and 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 kind of like then sort of fast forwarding and then to sort of like where you are now. Um, obviously, it's well known how difficult like the music industry is to sort of yeah. like break into and and to sort of progress in. So, when you kind of like look at like look back on on twenty twenty two really I guess in in particular and like I guess the start of this year as well sort of kind of like how do you feel that you've done in that in that period of time? Um, yes, yeah, well, yeah, I guess it's it's always difficult to say. Like, like, um, I mean, I think yeah, we, I think we've made made a lot of big strides in 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 that period of time, but. It's always difficult to know really what to compare yourself to, and I mean, I think to start with, when we set out, we didn't really have a clue what we were doing. Like, you don't even know you don't even know who you're supposed to speak to to like get a gig. <laughs> like, you, you just you go around some local pubs and just say, "Oh, you know, we're 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 a band. Can we play?" Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the internet definitely makes the world a much smaller place. And uh, yeah, like, I mean, I guess go on, accounts like yours on uh, on on like. Twitter and Instagram, uh, things like that. Like you just, you, you know, you start to meet people um, in who were who were kind of into the same same sorts of things. So yeah, kind of, I guess as as time's gone on, we've sort of met more people virtually, and then obviously subsequently in real life. And uh, yeah, like as time's gone on, like yeah, more and more 
opportunities have opened themselves up to us. And uh, yeah, we've like yeah, we've done some like some gigs and things like that that have that feel pretty mad to us really. That we've been like, okay, well yeah, we you know we we found ourselves last year on the stage in in the arena in Derby. Yeah, um, supporting a yeah. It, like an, an Oasis tribute act, but there's you know there's a good few hundred people there, and it's like oh well this is this is all right, isn't it? So yeah, you get yeah you have moments like that, and you just think oh wow we've yeah we've 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 come a long way in a short space of time, but it's like there's there's kind of so many bands out there, it's uh, it, yeah it's always really difficult to sort of know who, who to judge yourself against. So you get, I guess you can only really sort of judge yourself against what things you want to do and. Uh, and yeah, I think we're kind of we're sort of ticking off the bucket list one by one, I'd say. Great start. And obviously you, you've just sort of mentioned the whole um like social media thing. So I'm gonna sort of put a slight spin on it. The question is that obviously we all know that pretty much most people now consume their music via Spotify. Yeah. Kind of like how do you feel that has worked for you as a band? Is is, is has it been beneficial? Um, or do you more sort of prefer, you know, I guess kind of like people like myself buying buying the vinyl and um, sort of playing, providing, I guess, maybe a little bit more support in, in terms of that aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, it's I guess it's a bit of a double-edged sword to buy fire these days. Um, it's it's a good, I guess we say it's just a good shop window, really. It's, it's where people can go and if, you know, if they've not heard the band before, they can just type us in on Spotify or music or whatever. And they've got access to our song straight away. So that like to me that's that's really cool. And I think if if that wasn't so easy, if it wasn't as easy as it is these days to go and record music, like I mean, like recording costs are a lot lower than than they used to be because there's so much equipment available. Yeah. And software and things like that. So yeah, so recording costs are much lower and it's yeah, it's sort of it's quite easy then to yeah, to just distribute it, get it out there on Spotify. Um you try not to, you know, try not to ref- refresh it every day and uh, see how many streams, <laughs> streams you're on. It's, uh, you, know, it's, it, you can send yourself a bit mad if if you if you do that. Um, and yeah, and I guess it's like you've you've just alluded to, like it's obviously, I mean, obviously, it, clearly financially for us, it's better if someone buys if someone buys a, it on a physical format. But also, like it, that's to me, that's the feeling of knowing that someone's, you know, some someone actually wants that, and you know wants to put the put the record on in their house is yeah it's just it's really cool and it means a lot to us so um like so yeah that's obviously in an ideal world everyone would be doing that but i think it's just yeah it's just cool that that anyone at any time you can just you, you can just point them to spotify and say oh, well here it is here's our music go and have a listen sort of thing and uh yeah it's yeah i mean it's, it's amazing because like i mean you get Go on, obviously, Spotify and Apple Music and that. They send you all the all the reports of where your listeners are and stuff. And yeah, and, yeah. I mean, we had at one point last year, um, one of our singles. I think it got playlisted, so it was doing quite doing quite well on Spotify. And like half the listeners were in like in North America. So it was like, <laughs> oh, well, that's that's mad to think that there's, there's that, many, <laughs> that many people on the other side of the world that have listened to our song. Yeah, we'll, sure. we'll probably never never speak to or or know of. Um, I mean. Well, the the US tour might be a few years off yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to dream big. That's what I always say. And um, hey, why not for something for something like that as well? So, kind of like then, um, 
we'll talk about the new single, um, obviously called High Definition. You ain't seen nothing. Um, obviously, it came out um, on on so last Friday. Um, so kind of like then, what? Because obviously, effectively, the the High Definition part, and obviously, the, the music predominantly is obviously a sample that was obviously on um, obviously on the album. So kind of like why why did you decide to sort of you know sort of how can I put it like I guess like re-record it in a in a kind of like roundabout way with you know like a rap on it and obviously you've got like the the hip hop beats where was what was the the idea behind that so I, mean, I guess that's that song has been kind of been knocking around for quite a while and I always liked it as the album title um but it was like the original song was much different and it was you know it was more of a sort of kind of an acoustic kind of number and a bit a bit slower in tempo um and then it kind of came around to recording the album i still wasn't quite satisfied with with that tune but I sort of had an idea that well and, and to be honest we had so many songs that like we, we had the idea we were going to put it on vinyl so there's only so many songs you can fit on on <laughs> two two sides of vinyl so i thought right, well well it's the words high definition have to be in the album somewhere um yeah if if that's what it's going to be called, so I so, okay, I came up with the idea of just well, let's just let's just record something in the studio, um, and we probably recorded a couple of minutes worth, and then we said to Tom, who who is uh, who works at UTC Studios in Stoke, um, who's, who we recorded the album with, let's give a shout out to him because he's he's done an incredible job on it, and <laughs> um, so yeah. I said said yeah said to him at the time like right, we've probably only got like forty five fifty seconds worth. So just 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 put put together that bit, and he 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 put some cool like effects on it and stuff, and like some back added some backing vocals, and we're like, yeah, yeah, we really like that that track. And then sort of the more we listened to it, we're like, right, well, we need to do sort of do a full length version of that. So then we kind of had the idea that okay, we'll go back into the studio at some point and start playing around with it. And then it wasn't really until we were sat there and we thought, right, well, we should do make it rather than just doing a long version of the same song let's make it sound a bit different um so we were just messing around with like different like drum samples and things like that mm -hmm. and then tom was just sort of flicking through the flicking through various options and then we were both like oh yeah we like we like that one yeah um and then yeah then that just had this sort of kind of yeah really sort of old school hip-hop vibe to it and we thought oh yeah well that's yeah that's pretty cool um and then there's actually a bit in the in the song where I think I just say I'm seeing I'm seeing the world over and over again, which is kind of my version of rapping, not really, <laughs> not really, not really properly rapping. But but we just sort of said, oh well, you know, it'd be good if we, it'd be cool if we could find someone like on the internet or something that could actually rap on it. And then Tom just said, casually says, well, I've got this lad coming in in a few days who who I reckon might be up for it, so I'll ask him. Um, and then yeah, it sort of went from there. Oh, great stuff! And um, just um, as well, guy. I mean, guy. I'm fortunately back. You are there. Yeah, you can, some, can you hear me now? Some, yeah, we can. Yeah, we had some technical yeah. issues yeah. there. So, uh, welcome along to the uh, to the show. And so, I'll bring you in now. Then, just to talk about the um, the debut album. Then, really, so kind of yeah. like what was what was the recording process like? Um, and 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 the writing the writing for that. So it, it kind of evolved. Um, over the course so we've been together as a band just just over a year uh, probably a year and a half now um and like me and tris had a few tunes kind of in a back pocket ready to go um that we've some of them we've had them well over 10 10 years maybe, maybe nearly 15 years which is probably showing our age a little bit but 
we, we always wanted to get them recorded properly, get them on an album. Um, and those, I guess the process of those was back in the day, Tris would come with like an acoustic track. Um, I'd put some lead over the top of it. And then we'd, we'd take that to the rest of the band and we'd put the drums in and the bass and kind of build it up from there. And that's how it kind of started with, with our first EP that we did um, before the album. Um, but then as, as we sort of grew and um, got got together as a, as a band, there's, there's other tracks that we started to build together as a band. And some of them in particular, like Black and White Shades of Blue, was was just a jam that we did in in the um, in the rehearsal studio that started off as a bit of an acoustic thing, and then we all just chipped in and we, we're jamming it for pro- probably about fifteen minutes. <laughs> and I don't, don't know if anyone else is is going to like this, but it's really fun to play. Yeah. So took that into the studio, um, and and you know, a couple of the other tracks we'd, we'd kind of play along to a click track, try and get the the beat sort of spot on, mm-hmm. but that one just wasn't quite working as we'd expected it to so then tom just goes well let's forget the click track you guys just jam it and we'll see what it sounds like so we did that and first take we absolutely nailed it and that was it so that that was a totally different approach to to kind of some of the other tracks some of the earlier tracks so yeah it it kind of evolved as i say um and then yeah there's there's a few where we, we didn't really know where to take it and then in in the in the actual recording studio we, we kind of did it on on the fly and that was kind of a cool way to do it as well so dif- different approach for for different tracks really yeah there was a few there was a few where i was sort of stood in the uh, vocal booth and we didn't really know how the song went and i just have like the rest of the band just sort of shouting through on the microphone say try doing it this way try doing it that way <laughs> had some had some words to sing but they sort of talk, taught me through how, how it should sound and then yeah do a few takes and cobble it together on a, on a few of them brilliant and, and and then so kind of like there you've you mentioned the ep and, and the album is that kind of like then the first time that, that you like personally had ever been in this like recording studio before or you know you had previous experience. What was what was kind of like that like for you guys? Yeah, it was it was the first first proper recording process we'd done. Like me and Tris had done um, like little open mic stuff on Facebook, like during lockdown. So we, yeah. we used to run an open mic night in in Derby. So then COVID hit, and um, we, we we took it to to sort of Facebook Live and got got quite a few people involved. So that was kind of an intro to the the tech side of. How, how do you set up live recording? But we'd never never been in a proper studio before. Um, so, yeah, it was really cool to do that properly. Yeah, sure. And, and when as well, when you look back, um, like, over the recording and, 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 and kind of like the year, like 2022 in, in general, what kind of like for you are the sort of like, or for both of you, really, what kind of like are the highlights, um, you know, that, that really like in particular stand out? Well, for me, um, like Tris mentioned, the arena that was that was absolutely mad to to get onto that. Um, like some some of the stuff that we've done in the first year was just just bonkers. Um, like we, we just we just wanted to like start a band, get some tunes out there, record an album if we could. Um, so the fact that we did, you know, we we got the album recorded, got it got it pressed to vinyl, um, people actually buying the thing. Uh, and then ended up launching it all um, at, at the arena. It was was absolutely crazy, really. Yeah, and and how about you, uh, Driss? 
Um, yeah, I, I think probably well, probably the best gig we've done. So probably one of the best moments was actually right at the right probably about a year ago, right back at the start of last year. Um, we played a, a free gig in um the Rough Trade in Nottingham. Um, a band called the Muders had, had invited us along, and like yeah, we just sort of turned up for that, not really knowing what to expect, and uh, it was absolutely packed the place was. So, like yeah, that was that was kind of like the probably the most fun we've had, like yeah, uh, along the along the way. Um, because yeah, we just yeah basically played to a packed venue, and I guess this was just before we started recording like the songs for the album. So yeah, it sort of yeah gave us some real confidence on some of the some of the new tunes that we were that we were sort of looking to put on there. Um and then and then I think the other kind of the other big one for me, like favorite moment was just like probably the last session we had in the studio before we released the album where we just where basically everything was recorded but you just then sat reviewing the songs listening back to them, tweaking a few bits here and there in the mix. And, but yeah, just being sat there on the sofa, listening to these tunes, thinking, I think we've got, we've got a decent album together here, actually. It's sounding sounding pretty good. Because um, you can always have the ideas in your head of what it will sound like, but it very rarely sounds much like that once you've, once you've got it down and recorded. Um, but, but equally, that's one of the things Tom's so good at is like, you don't have to say too much to him and he'll know what, what kind of vibe you're, yeah. you're aiming for. Sure. Oh, it's a great time. The album, by the way, is better than decent for anyone listening that hasn't got it yet. It's, it's fantastic. So, and obviously you guys as well, just sort of, you mentioned there that the Derby arena gig, obviously live music is, is obviously very imminent for you guys um, in a couple of months time or so. So you've got um, supporting Marples at a network on the 23rd of March in Sheffield um, March of the Mods, um, also in Sheffield, uh, which I think is the following week, the 31st of March, and um, with all proceeds going to Teenage, Teenage Cancer Trust, um, and as well Britpop Icons even, Hurricane Number 1 on May the 6th in Hull. So kind of like how excited are you um, as a band to be getting back, you know, back out there on the live scene again? Yeah, it's it's been uh, been a while, I can't remember what the last gig was that we, we did, Tris, can you remember? It's it's been a while. It was uh, yeah, we played um, Victoria in Birmingham, didn't we? I think in that was Birmingham. it. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's been a while. So yeah, I'm personally looking forward to getting back out there and uh, yeah, supporting some some really really good bands. And and that's that's probably one of the other highlights that, um, for me is you know through, just through doing this and, and playing live the the amount of quality bands that you get to meet and see. Um, you know, probably shout out a few of them that we've we've played with. Um, but the the, the fact that you know, you get to see them, and otherwise you probably wouldn't wouldn't get the chance, or you it's you rely on word of mouth a lot of the time, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So, you know, people like Death of the High Street, favourites of ours, um, sort of Derbyshire band, um, really really good to try and try and get down and see them when, whenever they're doing something live. Obviously Marseille, who, who you know, yeah. Um, yeah, we've seen them come from. They, they used to do the open mic nights that we ran in town, right, and now, right, now, okay. now they're doing real, you know, proper shows. And yeah. I think just announced a tour, aren't they? So, yeah, um, yeah, Marseille, um, and then yeah, there's there's, there's plenty of others supported a band called the Illicits. Um, no, no, last no. year we've, we've supported Liam Gallagher before. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just just the opportunity to see some of these some of these bands, and then yeah, some of the others. Marples look look like they're really good. Good lineup for March of the Mods as well, and then Hurricane Number One, 
Um, we're all big fans of them. Um, anyway, so yeah, get get the opportunity to go and support them and see them live would be, be amazing. Yeah, sure. Certainly sounds like it. And then kind of like, obviously, as you know, you just sort of mentioned um, a couple of bands there that, that we champion ourselves here. This is the music. We're obviously you know, want to help promote as many bands as we can, obviously, like yourselves. So kind of like then over the past sort of 12 months or so, who, what bands have been in particular catching your eye that are, you know, at the grassroots, grassroots level type of thing? Well, so I think, yeah, I was say, I think guys already mentioned uh, Death of the High Street. They'd be, they'd always be right near the top of my list. And certainly for seeing live, I think they're probably, you know, one of, up, up there with very best live bands I've seen. Um, so yeah, they're great. Um, there's another band actually from from Derby who I think deserve a shout out. Uh, the Telephones. Um, so they're probably a bit more mature in age, a bit like ourselves. <laughs> than some, of, some, of these, some of these young upstarts. Um, but yeah, they released an album um, last year. Um, I think that was sort of quite early last year. Um, and yeah, like yeah, I bought that on. Um, Bought that on vinyl because it was yeah re- really good album really really good album um sort of gave kind of reminded me a bit of some of the Corals albums kind of a bit of a right, okay, bit, yeah. bit, bit, bit of psychedelic sort of vibe but but just really really good songs um mm. so yeah that yeah they certainly deserve a shout out I'd say and, and how about um, you guys? oh I was, yeah I was gonna say I think um. Yeah, I guess so. The, the other the other band I was just going to mention was um because we actually went to see him the other night, didn't we, guy? Uh, the Public Eye. Yes. Um, yeah. And um, yeah. So that, yeah, again, that their lads we sort of know from from the open mic days of a, a couple of years ago, and uh, yeah, they've they they've made um they've made huge strides as well in in the last year or so. Um, and yeah, they like yeah, it was the first first time we would actually got to got out to see them at a proper gig uh, the other night, and uh, yeah, they sounded super tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of the public. I'm sorry, guy. How about you? Yeah, so there's a few I've mentioned there. Um, probably the other one that I'd, I'd mention is um, a band called The Matchbox, who um, yeah. was a gig we headline in Birmingham. They were one of the support bands, and they were they were clearly the best band on the night, weren't they? Uh, and they, they were just just awesome, um, really tight as a band, great sound. Um, they've got a tune called Closure. Um, which the week leading up to the gig, I just had that on repeat because it's it's just so so good. Um, so yeah, they're, they're really good lads as well. Um, so yeah, they they stuck around for the whole set. Um, I think they're from Manchester way. I think yeah, I think they're yeah. they're sort of, I think they're based at Manchester because of university, but I think I think the I know the lead singer is originally from Hull. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so definitely check them out. If you haven't already, yeah, some great, some great recommendations in there, and I think there's a there's a couple in there as well for me that I need to uh, to kind of like check out um, at some point as in the, in the very near future. So we're gonna um, kind of like drop some some quick fire questions at you now. Um, so first of all, um, what three musicians would you invite on a night out? Other than the band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can go for three bands if you want. <laughs> go on, Trish, you go. Well, you'd have to invite Liam Gallagher, wouldn't you? I think just for I think you'd have to, yeah. And then, to be honest, if you're inviting Liam, then just just for a bit, add a bit of tension. You might as well get Noel out, aren't you? Just to, just, 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 to see, just, to, just to see how that goes. Um, 
go on, Guy. I'll let you get I'll let you add the third person. Um, I've I've got to say Paul Weller. He'd be good value on a night out, particularly with those lads. Yeah. <laughs> he'd show you, he'd show you up with his dress dress sense, though, wouldn't he? You'd, 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 whatever you wore, you'd feel like a bit of a scruff bag stood next to Weller. <laughs> Definitely. So, playing live or being in the studio? Oh, that's a tough one. So for me, it's probably studio. I think, like, 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 not. I guess nothing can quite recreate the live buzz, but. Also, when you're going to play live, a lot of it, a lot of the day and a lot of the time is a bit of a pain in the arse. <laughs> so much setting up and waiting around and stuff, whereas, like, at least when you're waiting around in the studio, you can, like, just sit there and eat while other people are doing their things. And uh, and, you, and then you can still sit there and direct other people and tell them what you think they should be doing. So Because <laughs> you're paying for it. <laughs> Because you're paying for it in the studio. You don't want to waste a second, do you? So it's like no, straight to work, yeah. no chat, just <laughs> yeah. get on with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree. Okay, brilliant. And what's uh, what's your favourite film? Oh. Should probably well, think of a cool one, but I don't know. Yeah, I think my, to most Forrest Gump's probably always been my favourite film. Yeah. That's a and it's one. got that I, I, really cool soundtrack as well for us. Yeah, mm. yeah. Le- less cool than that. Um, I actually really like the the last Top Gun movie that came out last year. <laughs> I was expecting it to be rubbish, but it was really good. <laughs> there you go. And as we are, we're recording this at lunchtime, so this is quite apt, I think. What is your um, favourite sandwich filling? And is it? And more importantly, is it on the menu today? <laughs> Uh, for me, I'm a big fan of cheese and beetroot, actually. Crusty cob, mm-hmm. cob as we yeah. call it around here, which is yeah. the right way to say it. Um, yeah, cheese and beetroot cob. Yeah, so I've I've got leftover roast chicken for my lunch in my sandwiches. So, yeah, I think I'd, I'd, probably, I'd probably put that up there. Nice roast chicken sandwich. There we go. So we're not just a music podcast, we're also a, a sandwich filling uh, conversation as well. There you go. So um, let's, let's have a little talk then about football. Um, Tris, I'll come to you first. Obviously, I know that you're a you're a Derby County supporter. Um, yeah. Obviously, you've had um, some pretty bad years over the last sort of three or four years with the financial uh, irregularities and obviously the points deduction and all that. But obviously, new manager Paul Warren, you're flying high at the moment, aren't you? Fourth in the league. Um, is this going to be the year that you're going to you know put a bit of a smile back on the faces of Derby County? I hope so. Yeah, it's long long overdue. Um... But yeah, it's yeah, it's all going it's all going a bit too well at the minute, actually. Like as as a Derby fan, you you always you've always kind of got that something in the back of your mind that says, How can this go wrong? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think we're I think we're eighteen games unbeaten now. And uh, yeah, it's all it's all going a bit too well at the minute. Um but yeah, Paul Warren's come in and he's um I'll be honest, I, when he first came in, like the first few games, I couldn't really tell what the plan was. But as as it's sort of just generally come together a bit, um, yeah, they, they look pretty solid unit now, Derby do, and uh, and yeah, we've got sort of goals all over the pitch. So yeah, I think, go well, I, th- I think top two is probably a bit too much of a stretch because Sheffield Wednesday and Plymouth yeah. are doing really well. Um, but yeah, we should make the playoffs, and yeah, hopefully. Uh, Hopefully, come the end of May, I'll have a smile on my face. <laughs> well, that smile might actually come on Monday evening because you've obviously got um, you're playing my team, West Ham, uh, in the yeah. FA Cup. 
Um, are you confident yeah. off an upset? Um, I, th- I think we've got a good chance, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it might depend on what team West Ham decide to field, whether they're resting players in for the relegation battle. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I, th- I think Derby will give give West Ham a good game on Monday. So, yeah, I think, I think we've got a chance. Yeah, that's what worries me. <laughs> and you can't blame the TV cameras for being there as well for that inevitable uh, loss. We haven't lost the lower league for a little while, so we're, we're probably due one, to be fair. Um, a guy, and obviously, I can see there in the background, you've got your Nottingham Forest flag yeah. uh, flying high. Obviously, a pretty mad uh, transfer window back in the summer with the, the 22 new players coming in. Yeah. Obviously, you've just signed three more as well um, in, in, in January. But I mean... Obviously, everyone obviously was sort of taking the mickey a little bit with with the amount of players that you signed. But at the minute, 13th in the league, looking pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And as, as the games go by, feeling feeling more confident. Um, I mean, it's been a mad year for Forrest because it started when Cooper came in. He, we were bottom of the league with one point. So yeah, it, it's just been been mad. And, and like Tris says, you, you kind of, you're always waiting for it to go wrong. You know, been, been to playoff semi-finals before and snatch defeat from the cause of victory and it, it just just happened to go right this time around um and yeah some summer was mad but we had to buy a load of players and I'm sure you know the, the story a lot of loan players a lot of players yeah. out of contract so we had to buy all, all these these players and it was always going to take a while for them to to bed in and I think Cooper you know I wasn't sure about him at Premier League level at the start of the season but he's He's, he's adapting like the players are and he seems to have found a way to play that, that's worked. Um, you know, we, we, we beat Liverpool, should have beat Chelsea. Um, you know, we've gone on a decent run now without without losing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I think some of the players have brought in. Morgan Gibbs-White looks different class. I can see him playing for England one day, mm. um, probably after Southgate because probably too too much of an attacking <laughs> threat for, for Southgate to consider somebody like him. Um but yeah, it's it's looking good, looking good. I think uh, interested to see how Chris Wood plays after we brought him in, but we're desperate for a striker. So we've got a few injuries going on, but yeah, it's looking good. And uh, and obviously, cup semi final uh, first leg this yeah. year against Man United. Yeah. How do you feel yeah. about that? I'll I'll be there cheering the boys on. Um, probably less confident about that. <laughs> um, Particularly, you know, obviously they lost, but, um, mm. but you know, they were looking really good. Rashford's on fire at the minute, so a bit, bit concerned about that. But it, it's all about just staying in the ties, isn't it? If you can get out of that first leg, maybe nick a win or you know, maybe even a draw and then see what happens in the second leg. In a way, it's a shame it's a two-leg one because it kind of favours the bigger bigger side, doesn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, fingers crossed we'll get something. The first time I've ever felt like a Man United fan, actually. That's semi final. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. And and kind of like then um as well, just just got sort of going away from football and, and back to the music side of things. Kind of like then what else um is planned for the Mees for this year? Obviously, we've we've mentioned a couple of gigs there that you've got coming up and, and anything else outside of that that you, you've got planned like gig wise or like maybe a new music release or anything like that at all. We're just trying to get out and around the country a bit, bit more. So we we sort of dominated the Midlands last last year, and uh, yeah, we're trying to get out. Um, yeah, there's there's one in Oxford that we might might be um, heading down to. Um, we're trying to get up to Scotland as well. 
yeah. randomly we had a, a, a bit of a flurry of vinyl purchases from a, a, a group of guys in up in Ed, Edinburgh, I think, Glasgow, Edinburgh, somewhere, um, over the weekend, and they're, they're begging us to, to get up there. So, um, yeah, what, watch this space. Yeah, we'll probably, yeah, probably be clocking a few miles on the car, I think, uh, I think this year. And then, then I guess towards the second half of the year, we'll then, uh, I guess we've, we've sort of got tentative ideas for album two. Um, it's got a title, got a couple of songs. Um, so, yeah, so hopefully towards the, towards the end of the year, we can uh, properly get teeth into that. Great stuff. Well, it sounds like it's going to be um, a very, very exciting 2023 for you guys. Um, and I'm, you know, really, really excited to, to see um, what does happen. Um, unfortunately, that is the end of the This Is The Music Meets The Me's podcast. It's been great having you both on. Um, as I said at the beginning, finally nice to actually meet you sort of face to face, so to speak, rather than, uh, in you know, social media messaging and all of that sort of stuff um but before you do go can you let all the listeners know where they can find you on social media yeah we're on uh we're on instagram facebook twitter and now tiktok as well mm-hmm. um we are at the Mies band on on all of those platforms so come and have a look at us we're also on all the streaming platforms spotify apple music amazon um and then come and check out our online store as well with um We've got the the vinyl, CD, we've got T-shirts, tote bags as well. We've got all sorts going on. So uh, definitely recommend the vinyl. Come and have a look. (laughs) Well, I I second that there with the the vinyl. Um, And we'll we'll include the the links there that you've just mentioned and obviously – the uh, the Bandcamp page as well for the for the album, um, yeah, as I say, it's a fantastic album, and we'll say we'll put that in the episode bio. Um, all that that leaves me to say is to thank everyone for listening to the latest. This is the Music Meets podcast. Um, if you could please subscribe so that you never miss out on any brand new episodes. And if you are loving the podcast, show us some love uh, by giving us a five-star rating and a written review as it really does help the artists uh, that we interview to be discovered. Thanks for listening. Guy, Tristan, thanks again for coming on and uh, we'll see everyone else very, very soon. Cheers, Mark. Nice one. Cheers, Mark.